What's shaking you two minutes? Welcome to Lords of Lombok presents the cover price comic book shakers of the week for January or F- February 2nd. Oh my god, can you believe yeah. that? Uh, while you guys are card game, I do do we have a uh request in the live chat. Somebody wants some uh DJ lady style, so who am I to deny him? <laughs> party what's shaking everybody welcome to lords of lombox friends the cover price comic book shakers of the list aka the overlist laura see what's good to people hey guys i was just telling tivo a few months ago this is my favorite show of the week because it's just so chill and there's so many cool books on here that we're not really expecting so i very unpredictable yeah because the other list kind of gives it away uh you know in the in the thing but this way we kind of you know we it's finally catered to us from our friends over at cover price matt debeau uh Speaking of the mass, international man of intrigue with the Black Fedora this week, JB, say it was good. My dad left me a whole collection of these, so I'm going to show them off on the show. Here's another one of them. You're Thanks rocking, for having man. me tonight. And everyone who is watching this on the Rewind, you guys rock. Wow. The oh. like count went through the roof on the Rewind, yeah. and I can't thank you guys enough. We're yeah, going to be giving away a book from the comments like that, yeah. of that show. 
the comments of that show. We're going to be giving away a book at the end of this show from the comments of that show. So you still have time to enter. If you're in the live chat right now, I dropped the link in the live chat. Go over to that video and drop any comment on that. And at the end of today's show, we're going to be giving away a book. What are we giving away, TiVo? You got what do we got? I'm going to show them right here. First, uh, yeah, let's, let's uh, talk about our sponsor, CupPrice.com. Go to CupPrice.com for your price guides, collections of trends, the top 10 we do every Tuesday. And this Thursday uh, list. Uh, also, if you're on uh, podcasts, hey, Alexa, play Lord of the Longbox podcast on Spotify. That's similar for a bit. Uh, as well as us from our friends over at Bird City Comics, you just discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off anything in the Bird City Comics store. You know what? I'm feeling crazy. You know what I'm going to give away? We're giving away this, okay? This doesn't drop till tomorrow, but this is so. What can you tell us about this, Laura? All right, Ice Cream Man number 35. This is done by Trish Forstner, and it is an homage to Nintendo Power number one. We're very excited about this cover. It's limited to 500, and TiVo's right. It doesn't go on sale till tomorrow. So you guys have a chance to own this before anybody else. That's right. And I have a feeling uh, uh, magazine video game types cover will appear on this list. You never know. This list is pretty out there i can honestly say matt and i probably said this is the first time we've actually had muppet babies and serial killers on the same show together <laughs> so uh once again this is focusing on the uh biggest most interesting sales on the daily shakers list um and to kick it off what do we have for the first one laura all right so we got Deathmate issue black gold this from image and acclaim back in 1993 many of you are j scott campbell fans and that fandom probably started with Gen 13. The creator-owned series introduces to Campbell, and his art truly set him apart on comic shelves. The nostalgia around Gen 13 seems to be growing, as their first issue and various variants are hitting higher and higher prices in the aftermarket. But did you know they first appeared in this Deathmate one-shot? The full team appears in this issue, and it's a cheap, raw pickup. In fact, if you're an active comic hunter in the wild, meaning buying books in person and not online, then you're going to come across these as they are everywhere. And if you never stop to pick one up and figure out what the heck it is, Deathmate was a six-part crossover between Image Comics and Valiant. The entire series was designated by color, yellow, blue, black, red, and then the epilogue and prologue. This gold cover of issue black, just to make things confusing, is a little higher to find. Hence, it's new high sale of $400 for a CGC 9.8. So get out there and dig for these Gen 13 fans. That and is they're a out there. And you know, I know they're out there because I literally sold one for a dollar day oh. the other day. <laughs> well, 400, you know, you know but, but man, I remember when these came out, they were all over the place. This was the height of like uh, variants in 1993 from both Marvel, DC, and then, you know, uh, Image, Acclaim, Valiant, all those characters. I mean, it was like, you know, you, we call it the the heyday of, of comic book collecting before you really buy online. Like I first bought my eBay, first eBay comic in like 1999 um, back then. And you had to send like a money order or a check. You know, it wasn't so easy as now where you just and click cross on that. your fingers and, and pray exactly. it actually yeah. came. <laughs> oh, I got some crazy books and some weird mailers. I'm going to tell you that right now, man. So Deathmate issue black and gold. Mimage Wait, claims. who was your favorite out of the Gen 13s? Uh, the chick, man. The big chick. The strong chick. chick. Fairchild? Fairchild. Yeah. What was her name? Fairchild. And there was Rainmaker, who I liked too, because if you guys remember, she like manifested or her powers did from Arizona. So, hey. 
That's weird. Hey. So she must be dry and hot. All right. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Death, Death May Black and Gold came out in September 1993. It's cool. CGC 9.8, January 31st, 2023. If I remember correctly, these were a deluxe edition. Like they were square bound deluxe. So mm-hmm. they were either 9.8 or they weren't. Uh, very simple because, you know, if there's a pressable defect, it was hard to come out. As I was saying, uh, yeah, let's get to our first uh, interesting book on the list. I think a couple of people are going to have this one, man. I'm telling you. Next yeah. up, we've got Muppet Babies, issue number 10, the newsstand version. Shout out to C. Woodard. Originally pub- published in 1986 from Marvel Comics. Now, nostalgia is a key driver for aftermarket sales. In the 80s and early 90s, the Muppets, they were very popular. So much so, this animated TV series de-aged them into babies stuck together in a daycare setting. And it was fantastic, man. If you're not singing this theme song in your head, then this probably came out before your time. Now, couple that with collector nostalgia for Marvel's 25th anniversary frame covers in 1986. Then you can see why these are highly sought after. This was notably one of the more affordable books to buy. But that's no longer the case as this newsstand version sold for a new all time high of one hundred and ten dollars raw i used to go when i used to go to shows comic uh, conventions i used to look for the framed copy of this blank and it is very hard to find it's one of the rare like blank variants that actually cost a few pennies because you could you know back then 1986 there weren't many blank covers and you could actually have your favorite artist sketch whomever you wanted on there right that's why it was good to go to a con go to artist alley and have them you know do something but yeah, I love the Muppets, man. I mean, Wait, you know, Tivo, isn't the the theme songs? It, it's like Muppet Babies. Oh no, I was doing the original Muppets. Do, 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 do. Oh, I, I I used to love the Muppet Show when I when I was a kid, and I had no idea how adult some of the jokes were. Like Animal was my favorite <laughs> character, right? The right. drummer. Um, but then they would have people like Linda Ronstadt on there, or like Mark Hamill was on there. It was just like all these kind of interesting actors were on there. It was just like just a part of childhood that, you know. Those just... two old men in the balcony were the best, though. Come on. Oh, yeah. People have said that <laughs> some of the lords like that, but, you know, I digress. So, Mama Babies, number 10, newsstand number one issue from uh, 1986, 110 for a wild dog. Uh, get ready for your first offer, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, this one's crazy. Okay, we got Picture Parade number one, the teacher edition. Gilbertson published it back in 1953. Back in the day, the government and the public at large were looking for any opportunity to increase literacy levels and education across America. One concept was the introduction of comic books into classrooms. Thus, the teacher edition was born. These books focused on education over entertainment, like this book. It features a young man that lives 30 miles from a nuclear bomb site and aimed to educate children on the benefits and downsides of nuclear technology. But let's be real. Old Timmy featured on the cover would have been smoked by the hey nuclear now. fallout from that said blast. <laughs> if you're wondering what the benefits are, the book notes at- atomic treatments for medical issues and uranium to generate energy. Recently, a reported raw 5.0 comic came to market and smoked the last high sale this book achieved. Previously, a reported 4.0 came to the market and sold for 450. That was back in 2021, only to be topped by said 5.0 that quickly sold for $1,250. These books never come on the market as they were teacher editions used in classrooms throughout public school districts. 
Imagine the hell these floppies went through. It would probably resemble something like old Tommy would have if he had hung in light, hung tight around that blast. There you go. Now, here's the cool part, guys. If you go directly to cover price, there's a link where you can click on it and you can read the entire issue, which, yes, I did. I had to. Did you guys? And, and hell no. And <laughs> okay, it, it's pretty interesting. The first page teaches you a magic trick using like crayons, which I mean, that's fun. You use crayons and I, I guess you make it disappear in your hand. And then it talks a little bit about him like living in Nevada, 30 away from the blast or 30 miles from the blast. It's interesting. He has a dog that stays with him the entire time. He rides. Oh, at, least, at least the dog lives. Does, right. does the dog mutate? I mean, what? Yeah, does, it turns into a green Hulk or some shit. <laughs> I, I remember the duck green and cover. Hulk. I'm old enough to remember when we had the duck and cover, um, drills in school elementary school because um i remember this movie that came on tv it was called the it was like a fallout it was like it was called the last day or some shit like that and it was scared the shit out of the me day like, after it was the called day, the after. day after and it scared, it scared the, the hell out of me out like of we all thought yeah. that the russians and us were going to war and we're like i didn't think that's gonna right? help us yeah uh-huh so uh picture parade number one the teacher edition from 1953 a raw fine near mint or excuse me raw fine Five hundred six point five uh, for twelve hundred fifty dollars. Wow! Um, oh, there's a crossword puzzle in it. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. That's just a okay. weird way of just teaching about nuclear fallout to me. But you know what? I believe it or not, comic books what got me reading. I didn't read books first, right? I mean, I hated reading until I remember my first reading comic book was Amazing Spider-Man in first grade, and then I read X-Men and it blew my mind. I, you know, there was you know I crawl on it. I was all these characters. This is nineteen circa nineteen seventy nine nineteen eighty. And then I, I fell in love with comic books after that. So I was really gonna do so. it. That's how Bird City started is Adam would not read. So we pulled off on the side of the road and bought him some comics and nice. Yeah. There you go. All right. So as years. promised, uh first show ever we had Muppets and we have uh, serial killers. <laughs> yeah, this is just an incredible combination we've got tonight. Shout out to Cover Price and the writers tonight, and shout out to everybody in the chat. If you haven't already, take a moment, hit that thumbs up. All right, next up we've got psycho killers issue number eight originally published in 1991 from comic zone productions now you may have been exposed to this rare serial killer based series when dahmer monster the jeffrey dahmer story was released last year on netflix dahmer's appearance in issue five was hitting highs of 54 dollars as it gained popularity however if you glanced at the other covers the creepiest and most eye-catching cover is this nightmare-fueled one of John Wayne Gacy in his full clown persona. This cover's infamy, mixed with our country's deep fascination with serial killers, keep driving up the prices for this issue. This week, a VF Raw copy hit an all-time high at $300. Raws will keep climbing as collectors discover how rare this book really is, with only 13 copies on the CGC census and only two 9.8s. This census won't be increasing anytime soon. Hmm. I don't like it. Mm -mm. TiVo, you're muted. This is scary, right? You're <laughs> it's such a bizarre comic book to even have about serial killers, but you know, it's 1991. It was, uh, you know, independent comics were raging and you want to know about John Wayne Gacy? Just Google him. It was a uh, truly ter terrific, ter ter terrific. Did I, say, I didn't say that right, but anyway, I thought I the scariest clown I ever saw was from it. That was like 
for me that was like it you know was the scariest for me ever um but uh we need uh we need life of uh proof of life no i believe a poor man's comics he don't play his collection is for real go check him out on instagram you're a disturbing cat for that man psychic killers number eight from comic 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 zone productions 1991 raw dog for 300 bones Mm -mm. let's get a little bit more modern shall we all right, this one's fun. Resident Evil number one. This came out in 1996. Uh, as we've seen in past market reports, video game books are here in a very big way. These sales aren't only driven by content, but mostly by sheer nostalgia. While Resident Eva, Evil has plenty of content surrounding the franchise, gamer fans recognize how hard it is to find this first issue of Resident Evil. Its highest sale of all time goes back to September of 2022 with a 9.8 sale of $1,000. However, this week's CGC 9.6 raw sale of 896 is not only an all-time high for that grade, but it came really close to that 9.8 sale, which will now see a bump in value. And while on Resident Evil, keep an eye out for the Resident Evil number one magazine with a classic Jim Lee cover. Yet the most interesting fact on that issue was shared with us by Nearing Nirvana. During their Lee Bermejo show, they revealed that this issue features his first U.S. published artwork, interiors only on this one. This is a great book to pick up. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. See, you had him on and you guys like broke some news on something. This book right here? We just did a deep dive. Every Tuesday we like focus on like an artist or a, you know, a writer or whatever. And uh, about a week ago, we covered all the Libra Mayo work. Yeah. That's I mean, that's pretty incredible. I mean, he's been around since 1998, right? If you think about it, I mean, you, you know, I, you think of him as Batwing guy and all this other stuff, but uh, yeah, his first published work. I mean, we always say a lot of times, you know, people collect first issues, first appearances, but now people are looking for, you know, creators for first appearances. You know, um, I would, you know, the image guys obviously were really popular. I think that's what really jumped out is when the image guys, people, they came out, they, they started. I would say about 10 years ago, people started looking for, you know, Jim Lee's first work or uh, Tom McFarlane's first work or Rob Liefeld's first work, you know, for any of those things. Oh, did I invoke the name? Oh, man. Oh, no. Shout out to again. Rob Liefeld and everything you do for the community. Really appreciate you. If you're watching on the re I'm Rob, we love you. Uh, so, yeah, Resident Evil issue magazine, uh, Resident Evil number one from Marvel, which is the famous um, kind of a movie poster. Then we also have Resident Evil the magazine, which is the first yeah, official James, published. Oh, sorry. In the chat, it's not a Limber or Libra Mayo cover. It's only the interior. That's why the yeah. cover says Jim Lee. Yeah. 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 Interior. Yeah. First, it's first, yeah, first published, published work. First published work in yeah. interior. Nice. Yeah. Resident Evil issue number one. All right. Uh, half of there, boys and girls. What uh, This one is a uh, is one that I've seen floating around, but it's kind of hard to find. No way. Are you serious? You've actually seen this? Uh, this next one is like... <laughs> next up, we've got Star Wars The High Republic issue number one, the Ario Anandito black and white promo. Originally published in 2021? Or 2020, sorry. In September of 2020, Marvel sent the press and a few retailers this promotional comic to get them excited for the new Star Wars series, The High Republic. Set around 200 years before the events of The Phantom Menace, this promo book features material from the first two issues of The High Republic, with text on the cover that states, Content under strict embargo until 12-14-20. This was highly sensitive. Now, typically, 
Retailers will hold these promo books in order to resell them for a premium if and when the series took off. However, since these went mostly to the press, who didn't tend to keep these, copies are very tough to find. This is a very similar situation to Star Wars Halicon Legacy, where a press preview edition was handed out only to the press, covering the new Disney Hotel's opening. Anyway, this week we saw the second copy ever sold, reaching a new high of $999. You ready for this? For a CGC 7.5. Not only is this book rare, but high-grade copies may be near impossible. Yeah, because typical media members are jaded and they don't really care. You know, the guys who are, uh, you know, they send them to variety the hollywood reporter but now i think nowadays if you were to send out a a, a promo copy you know people would have to get them i remember when the contents of it got leaked though like it, you know it says a content and under embargo until 12 14 but i remember there was people who were you know showing it on social media and marvel snipers were taking them down it was it was definitely uh, a stir uh whenever these things get leaked because a lot of times retailers get these pdfs of upcoming books and they're not supposed to share them, but somehow some people get a hold of them for nefarious reasons or not. Uh, just like you know, scoopers leaking the script of a certain uh, Marvel movie that's coming out in a couple of weeks. I won't say what it is, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Well. Star Wars: The High Republic, number one, the Ario and Anito black and white promo from 2020, almost a grand, only in a 7.5. That 7.5 is 7.5 for a G. That's incredible. Yeah, let's go back a little bit on this one. Strange Adventures, number 180. This is from DC in 1965. Animal Man is an interesting character with animal-themed powers bestowed upon him by aliens. Recently, this book and its first appearance of Animal Man in a CGC 8.5 came out swinging on the open market, securing a fat stack of cash to the tune of $1,137. That dwarfs the previous high in that grade of 740 back in 2018. It also crushes the most recent and most comparable sale of a CGC 7.0 just four days earlier for $400. Long time between high sales, but when most fans of the character think of Animal Man, they tend to think of the beloved run by Grant Morrison. Animal Man was an early DC hero with a ton of potential, but never really stuck to the landing prior. That all changed when Morrison took on writing duties in the 80s and firmly established Animal Man as a character worth caring about. One such fan must care very much, enough so to part with over $1,100 to secure his first appearance. The DCU recently brought a new creative team on board that just announced plans for Phase 1. This new team, and James Gunn specifically, has a habit of developing lesser-known characters to great success. Maybe he may work his magic for Animal Man uh, appearance in Phase 2. And if so, one lucky fan is well prepared. The Grant Morrison run is one that Anthony actually collected when we first, first started this. It's phenomenal. Have you guys ever read? It's like 26 I've never read it, no. I believe. Yeah, it's good. You're uh, muted, Tivo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, I have a feeling on our next week's top 10 list, we're going to see a lot of, uh, those DC books that were uh, James Gunn dropped a video was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday on Twitter. Talk about the upcoming DC slate, and there's some interesting books on there. Uh, I think one of them is Creature Commandos, uh, some something crazy like that. So it's good. What do I always say? DC needs to get away from the Holy Trinity and do 
the other they have over what since 1938 39 for my math is bad it's like over 80 years worth of history that they can draw from let's see some different characters man and you know i think james gunn is the one to steer that weird ship you know um think about what james gunn did for peacemaker and imagine what he's gonna do for booster gold come on that's gonna be fantastic I saw a comment and they're talking about uh it was Beastmaster before Beastmaster. If you ever seen that movie, oh Tanya, what's her name? So hot in that. Um uh, <laughs> and speaking of shows that uh T will watch that you don't have to, um, there's a movie called Barbarians. Uh I saw it online or saw it on uh, it was on Prime Video or something. I said, I'm bored. And this is it came out in 1986 and it stars these uh, twin brothers that are real life bodybuilders, and it was at the height of like um those all the swords and swords. Oh, movies, I remember like that one. That was oh horrible. my god! And I just sat through it and I watched it, so you don't have to. So um, this so segment is sponsored by nobody. TiVo, the things that I've watched that you don't wow. have to watch. So Barbarians uh, from 1986. Tanya uh, Roberts. Tanya Roberts, rest in mm, peace. He passed mm, away uh, mm. a few years ago, man. But um, I remember that movie was rated PG or PG 13, and it, and she they showed boobies. I was like, just, whoa, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Google it. It's a thing. It's worth a Google. I promise you. Strange Adventures issue number 180 from 1996, or excuse me, from 1965. 219 for a raw 5.0, 6.5. Wow. That's a cool I don't know. I think this one has potential. He's a really yeah. good character. He has a, he he has was, a cool around him too. Really cool family. There's a lot of characters to build off of. He, was he ever in any of the animated stuff? I'm trying to remember if I saw Animal Man. Um, mm. Some of the weird, yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, the DC animated stuff is fantastic. Where they, uh, there was this one that has a DC showcase shorts and they have like uh commandi or, you know, commandi, the boy that uh, from the future or whatever. And it also has Adam, another short about uh, from Adam strange. And the other one is with the uh, howling command or, or they called something it's worth it's it. They're like a, a, a vignettes of like the short stories, like maybe 10, 15 minutes long. It's called DC showcase, but it's really cool on uh, HBO max. If you haven't seen it. So that's something people will watch that you should watch. Not about burnings, but <laughs> so there's two right. different shows. Yeah. All right. What do we got up next? Oh, one of my favorites. Yay. All right. Good. This one's just look at this. Take a moment and check out this cover. It's dope. All right. Next up, Supernatural number one, the Jim Ballant cover from 1998. Now, before there was Dark Avengers, there were the Supernaturals. This Marvel series featured Ghost Rider, Satana, Werewolf Jack Russell, Brother Voodoo. Black Cat and Gargoyle. However, these weren't your usual iterations of the characters. These versions were from Earth 98091, a Halloween centric world where this group of heroes was the last of the metahumans. The series was dark and significantly departed from the lighter Marvel comics in the 90s. Now, lasting only four issues, the series never found enough fan interest to continue. However, with conversations over the past two years around the Dark Avengers, Thunderbolts, and Spirits of Vengeance, Marvel fans are discovering this forgotten series, and they're loving it. While the tough-to-find Greg Capullo Creepo-Rama variant sold for a hefty 172 bucks in 2022, this standard issue is now hitting its own new high this week of $500 for a CGC. 9.8 yeah i have this uh actual set each, each of them comes with the halloween mask um yeah like the, one of the, five right there's five different masks that you can get oh my goodness i just yeah. saw this sold on an auction the other day and they had the the rare 
because uh, it even says on the cover one of the masks is is more rare than the other. Right. Yeah. And, and I think Brian, there. and I think this was the guy. I think uh, it was a. Uh, they had Brian. I think it was Brian Polito who did the crossover event because uh, it was uh, some supernatural characters, and it was like a weird uh, kind of a not you know crossover with his company. But you know now Brian Polito, you know, you know he does his coffin comics, but it's a very. I always show these off every year during Halloween, all four, and you know, and uh, mine are really crispy clean. I should get them slapped, and then I see that they're selling for nine point eight for five hundred. They all have the mask inserts in them too. So um, just remember, you know, nineteen ninety eight. I think collectors are smart enough not to tear out the mask, you know, like they did, you know, in the earlier years. Like if you think about the Captain Britain comic who had the, the mask inside of it, you know, there's a, there's a lot of those around. But I have all 40s and it's a great fun read for Halloween. Uh, great you art inside. Totally too. Slap these. these are iconic. I think that these type of covers are just, again, evergreen. You can just put them up yeah. in a slab, display them like artwork and you're good. To yeah, go. I have one through, yeah, I have one through four um so yeah so i'm gonna cool. I, I dig those up now I've, I've been meaning to get a shipment out to you cdc for a long time now so super mm -hmm. supernatural number one the jim ballant regular cover so uh for nine 9.8 for 500 dollars wow mm. i think here's the chance for everybody to get on the board maybe because you have to look quite you know you have to look twice and listen carefully i'm actually looking for this book because it's from the year i was born and Lucky. i'm trying to collect more covers from my year but Transformers number one, the second print from 1984. Uh, back in the day, no one cared about additional printings as most of them were the exact same cover printed at a later date. Nowadays, additional printings have become a thing as companies have started using different covers and sometimes ratio incentives. These books have become more collectible as they typically have smaller print runs. This second print of Transformer falls in the former category, having the exact same cover as the first printing, which makes it odd as to why it would be collectible. Granted, having an all-black cover makes for a tough 9.8, but it's still crazy to see a 9.8 sell for $1,500 on January 30th of this year, while a first print 9.8 sold for $1,326 just a couple of weeks prior. Sure, it has a smaller print run, but in this case, I would rather own a first printing since they are the exact same covers. Thoughts? And they are the exact you about, same and cover. Just and yeah. just find out your real age. Wow, <laughs> you just aged yourself up by ten years. But uh, yeah, so I was looking at the first print, and I and I, it's hard. No, to there is the no difference. difference but yeah. if you open it up, it says, and it's just, just it's just the only difference is there's an additional text. At the bottom that says second printing. Yeah, and that is the only those, difference. Sometimes those early second prints or or reprints, you have to look at the ind indicia or ind how do you say that word? I don't well, know. Well, it's that I, little that graphic at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, the blurb at the, at the bottom with page, all the text. You open the first page at the very bottom. You've got all that information and 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 it's at the very bottom of that. Like they literally yeah. said, spend no money, grab the word second printing and reprint this on bitch. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see anything. Indisha, I just think of Indica. Sorry. I'm a, I'm a old brown, <laughs> I guess, but uh, you know, it's the, it's the blurb of you. You don't see that much nowadays, but you know, you know, I would say after the number up to the nineties at the very bottom, it would tell you like the name of the title, uh, what volume it was, what yeah. the print was, what the year was, the year all that, you know, came yeah. out. Yeah, nowadays, you know, real estate is everything on a on on a cover on a comic page, so they you know put as much splash as much art on it. So you, it's hard to find those indicias. I think it's indicia. 
I don't think it's Indica, but anyway, Transformers issue number one. Transformers issue number one, the second print. I'm looking really looking forward to that movie. Actually, um, the new uh, what is it, Beast Wars or something? That Beast uh, Wars looks so good. Yeah, it's be good. I hope they follow up with that because Bumblebee was probably the great was a great film that supposedly reboot the franchise. And yo, give Bumblebee his voice back, damn it! It's, you know, I want to <laughs> let the poor guy talk already. They have all this technology they can't find a they have voice box for him go figure man all right transformers issue number one the second print from 1984 laura's birth year for fifteen hundred dollars 1998 so if you have an if you have a second print mail it out to laura she'll appreciate you and give you a shout out on your nirvana <laughs> all right uh last one on the list but stick around boys and girls we're going to give away some stuff and we're going to see what chicken uh today what do we got for the last book on the list? well that's right we got the last one on those before we get to that but we've got 150 strong in the live chat right now oh Wow. Give us a thumbs up. We would really appreciate it. And if you're in the live chat, you still have time. Get a comment in last Tuesday's show to get entered into the giveaway, which is going to be coming up here in just a few moments. You guys ready? Final shaker of the night. We've got Wolverine issue 102.5, originally published in 1996. Now, here's an interesting one. As part of a promotion for the Fleer Marvel trading cards, this book was a featured prize as part of a mail-away program. Oh, those mail-away programs. Sliding right between issues 102 and 103, this book was made to display some of the fantastic artwork that would grace the Ultra X-Men Wolverine trading cards. Each page was subdivided and put on the back of a card, which sounds difficult, and was. There was only one story that was written specifically to be displayed on trading cards featuring Baby Wolverine. The art is exceptional, evident by the fantastic cover from Boris Vallejo of Savage Sword of Conan fame. He tends to paint his covers and the details shine through. The rarity and beauty of this book tend to equate to a high selling price whenever it does come to market. With a CGC 9.6 hitting the aftermarket and quickly selling for 960 bucks. A nice jump from its previous high sale of only $534 back in 2021, or the reported raw 9.8 that sold for 250 bucks late last year. With no CGC 9.8 sales in our database, it would be interesting to see if one of the nine on the census ever make it to the market. Until then, Fans have been satisfied with the 9.6 copies that have filtered out, snapping them up quickly when they do. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of this Wolverine either. I don't like the skeletal claws that he has, you know, because, you know, the whole storyline was uh, Magneto ripped out his vibranium. And, you know, and then so he used his uh, his skeleton claws, which doesn't sound as cool as animantium. By the way, I didn't even know how to say animantium until I saw the <laughs> X-Men uh, animated show. You know, for the I was saying uh, the l- wrong pronunciation for the longest time, like adantanium or something like that. You know, uh, just like, you know, certain words that you learn watching a, a show or, or TV. Um, and I think it's a, was they said it was a flare, a flare. I, I guess swore it's a flare, isn't it? Because uh, Fleer, 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 Mar- Fleer. Fleer, Fleer Marvel oh. trading cards. Well, let me show Fleer. you a little something, boys. It goes before you see uh-oh, shaking day. Uh-oh. Somebody's showing off. You're showing up. What? This is, uh, let me go full screen on this. Your damn ring lights. There you go. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, this is, it doesn't do it justice, but this is a, uh, a 1995 cool. Flare Ghost Rider Marvel Annual Chromium. 
Gem Mint 10.0. Boom. Somebody gifted that to me, too. Uh, Shout out to whoever you are, but I don't remember. Oh, you know what I need to do is... Um, let me present my yeah. screen so we this can get is a, this is a perfect 10.0. This is the only oh flare goodness. flare card I have. So uh, That's cool. we're gonna see what's shaking up, boys, boys uh, today, boys and girls. Why JB pulls up the uh, I've got the runner. comment picker, but you know what? Let's see. Let's just let's see if there's getting any more comments in there because the number has grown. The number has grown. It's, it's, it's getting there. It's, it's your hat. There. How are we doing on? Do we have any um? Your hat's you bringing lights for today's show. I felt, you know, I, I love my live chat, but the 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 rewind chat just crushed the likes for us, didn't they? They just completely they totally crushed did. the likes for us. But yeah. man, live chat, you're out there. Hit me up with a like before we go ahead and give away some books. Are you ready to give away a book? Sure. Let's show them what they're going to give away first. Um, uh, we're going to give away this. Uh, yeah. We're going to give away this Bird City Comics ice cream number one, issue number thirty-five. 35. Now, what can you tell us about this? <laughs> Ice Cream Man 35, guys. Trish Forstner did the cover. She's also the one that did the cover for our Genie's books. If you follow Bird City, we're big on our Nintendo nostalgia. So, yeah, uh, Ice Cream Man number 35. As far as I know, aside from like a Rick and Morty that was done a while back, this is the most recent Nintendo power homage that's been done. And it's just a lot of fun. She kind of put her own twist on it. So we're proud of it. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, roll the dice, shall we? Yeah, let's All right, do let's it. get back over here and uh, random comment. Let's picker, honor get away from the ad. This is from last let's week's go ahead show. and pull it one more. This is for Tuesday show. Tuesday show. For Tuesday show. Damn math. 67. Come on, people. All right. Well, I guess we're going to roll with that. If you didn't enter yeah. now, you, you've had plenty of opportunities to. And the winner of this book is. Yeah. J- wait, John. Didn't Did what the hell is Did going on around here? Great show again, and have always wanted the X Men 101. Huge hole in my collection. By the way, that was the question that we asked: was what was your favorite cover on the show? And that's what people were commenting. The other fit. By the way, overwhelmingly, X Men 101 was the most chosen comic book commented on that show. I'll tell you. All that. right, I, congratulations. I uh, John Holmey, uh, please hit up. Um, let me, am I yeah, one on Tuesday? Oh, he won with the trivia question. Yeah, I oh, thought it was. And he says, give okay. this one to someone else. Oh, all right. I'll pay it back to community. I, we dig that, he man. Did. He already won right. that book for the trivia question. All right. All right you know well, what we'll do? Another... Hey, I appreciate that, man. Look at him. Yeah, giving yeah, man, that's good stuff. That's so karma. We'll do... That's good karma right yeah. there. So we'll do is I'll, I'll do it again. Now you've had chance. Let's see if someone else got in. We had 67 entries before. And now this time we've got 68. Uh-oh. There's one more person in there. <laughs> if John let's wins see again. If they win. You guys he's, ready? He's, he's getting <laughs> if John wins again. Here we go. I, I like donuts. donuts. He just said this is fixed in the chat. <laughs> I like donuts said it was fixed. He We're rerunning it. We're rerunning it. No. <laughs> no, Congratulations, like man. Uh, hit up Bird City Comics on Instagram and you'll, they'll send you out this uh, great well, new. Go ahead. The comment was, would love to get a copy of Action Comics 1051 with Power Girl on the cover. Well, we can't do great that, comment. though. But uh, congratulations. Comment. We love giving away stuff that doesn't belong to us. So I uh, really appreciate you uh, hanging out. Uh, congratulations <laughs> for who thought it was rigged. 
let's see what's shaking the day, boys and girls. So uh, he knows the routine, That's right? Let me. Uh, there it is. We'll, we'll put them up together so you can get a nice screenshot of that. This <laughs> is fixed. Nah. With his win. Yes, I tell you, it's, it's his all win. it's all karma. And here's his here's the book he wanted that uh, we were talking about. That's stunning. It's a good one. And it's Warren Lou, not Warren Lau, mm. by the way. Um, I know you taught Lou. me that. I've yeah, no, because I met him and I asked him because he's from like um uh, like New Zealand or South Africa or something. So he uh, his name is pronounced uh, Warren Lou because uh, he did a signing at my LCS uh, one time and it was his first American signing he'd ever done in store. So it was pretty cool. I uh, so congratulations. So for those who thought our giveaway was rigged, how hey, dare you? Tivo, I got a, I got a quick question before we get to the list. Are do you plan on giving away a book on Tuesday? Um, sure. Why not? Yeah, so, we'll have to. Yeah, we'll have. I we think have we should just keep this running. I think if you're watching this on the rewind again, whichever whichever cover you see that we highlight, even in this after part, especially in this after part, because we really love searching the after part. It changes every day. This shakers list changes, so you got to get in here every day to see what's going on in the market. Two hundred likes, if, and we're gonna give away some stuff on Tuesday's show. So you got all weekend to leave a comment. Um, yeah, leave a comment of your favorite oh, book. Come on now. Oh, blue bolt weird blue bolt blue bolt weird world tales of horror. My God, that's a mouthful. Three times in a row, say it. Come on, I can't. Um, blue bolt weird tales. It is kind of yeah. hard because it. All right, I have one for you, Tivo. Not to screw you up here, but say Irish. Irish. Now say wristwatch. Wristwatch. Now say it together. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. <laughs> Irish wristwatch. That's, you know, it's like whoever the word that invented the word list put an S in it just to fuck with people. Um, Irish. Yeah. Okay, uh, look at this. What is this? Amazing Spider-Man. This is 202. Uh, What's up with 202? 1150. What? Wow. What is going on around here? Yeah. And this is just a regular cover too. I mean, it's, is it? It's not the first time he's met Punisher. Uh, I don't know. No, I mean that's yeah, the other Amazing Spider-Man book, but uh, yeah, this one reminds me of the uh, classic cartoon right here, the psychedelic Definitely. intro. Yeah, that's right out of the intro right there, man. Uh, so it means that's his first appearance of who is this? Like, um, honest, yeah, first appearance of Scorpion. So Scorp Mark Gargan. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, like Amazing Spider-Man is like, you know, the first 50 issues are full of just great books, like Rogue's Gallery of Villains in the first 50. Kind of like Batman's, you know, Rogue's Gallery, but, you know, Batman's cost more. But there's some great, great uh, first appearances in the first 50 issues of, see, here it is right here. First appearance of uh, Punisher is in 129. So, uh, hmm. hmm, my spider sense is tingling. Maybe somebody, people are saying, expecting oh, on I something. I see what's going on here. So that's two mm -hmm. books with Punisher in it on the Shakers. Let's try to Yeah. And Spider-Man. Like so. He needs more love. Yeah. This is my favorite series by far. Um, this only ran 15 issues, I believe, but one of the most classic covers ever. Uh, first battle of Silver Surfer versus Thor. John Buscema. Yeah. First interior by Sal Buscema. So brothers working on a title together. Wait, are they brothers or is it father-son? trying to remember. I think they're father-son. Yeah. Do you own this I, book, Tiva? Yes, I, I do. One. I own one through four. Yes, he does. Yeah, because I have the. Uh, I also have this X Men two. This is the highest. Uh, this is the moly. oldest X Men I own. Uh, I have a number two. Point. That's impressive. Yeah, I have. I have. I'm trying to complete one, the whole series, and I just have a few missing out of. Unfortunately, on number one is probably out of reach by now, though. Um, you know, I should have finished it, but I do. But I do have this. 
Royal Forces appearance, A War of My Night. Nice. Nice Marvel framed horror cover. First appearance, War of My Night. If you have not seen that on uh, Disney Plus, stop what you're doing now and go over to watch it on Disney Plus. You know what else came out on Disney Plus today? Uh, Yeah, it was uh, Wakanda Forever. Black Panther Wakanda Forever came out today. And there's so much stuff going on in the news right now with all the DC stuff, with the Marvel stuff. Um, didn't Mikey have some news breaking recently? Yeah, congrats. Are to, you uh, actually is someone gonna portray you? Your yeah, congrats to our I friend mean, Mikey Sutton. Can you, uh, can you play he, yourself? Is that like yeah, in there? Too, wow, they don't need it. I'm too old playing myself. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll no, be appearing not. on a on a screen near you. Uh Spider Dreamwalker from our friend Mikey Sutton on second skin comics uh came out and um uh, it was a variety magazine. It's going to be option. Kate Valdez is going to be playing the titular character of Dreamwalker, uh, and it's wow. going to be uh, coming on a um, streaming series. That's all I can say. Uh, go to Second Skin Comics. I want to know who plays TiVo. <laughs> yeah, issue number three is coming out, I believe, in March, and it's going to be the origin of Tavo, the evil sorcerer. So, actually, and, and so the shout out to the artist Noel Lane Flores, who actually did my upper body when i was a lot more in shape and so he has the same tattoo sleeves i do is uh, basically a dragon over my chest plate going down my arm uh and the dragon nice. and the tattoos come to life when he when he does a spell so we'll go back up and check you. out some of that batman you're, you're you're going past the batman and i want to see what's happening in the dc world what, what, what's going on in some of the dc uh, books up there booster see, gold yeah. what's going on with that what's going on with the batman 244 we got yeah 608 where's the batman what's going on in the dc First appearance. I know this book's going nuts, man. Every everybody's every, saying by DC, by DC. Do you guys agree? It's too um, late now. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. the thing about most DC DCs is they're in the golden age. You know? Yeah, you know, most of them are in now the golden age. Sell DC, sell yeah. DC. Yeah, so I mean, you know, Marvel, like Marvel's in the Bronze Age, really came out with a lot of first appearances, so they're. They're more affordable as opposed to DC. Most of them are golden age. So, you know, um, but there, there are some obscure ones that I saw on that list. The authority is going to be done. Um, speak, uh, uh, I believe, um, which was a, uh, image yeah. book. Uh, here's another one. Interesting one. This is, uh, Stormwatch featuring first appearance of midnight or Apollo, which are also what? part of the authority. Wait, so slide you, back up. What yeah. the heck? You never seen that Stormwatch? Stormwatch? No, I haven't. It's one of my favorite, man. The, the artist. I feel fantastic. like some of these books I've just like given away recently. <laughs> no, Stormwatch and the authority. They were, <laughs> the authority was done as a as an image title as well. I think eventually they uh, maybe I think DC bought them out um, when they bought uh, Jim Lee's company, right? So all of the stuff that he was working on. So people are buying the Stormwatch because of uh, Midnighter and Apollo because well, what's his name? Um, James Gunn said they are going to be doing an, an authority show. Uh, which is very, very violent and adult oriented. So, uh, you know, it's not, it's not made for kids at all whatsoever. Um, speaking of image titles, this one is always uh, one that's always sh- is the first, uh, first bond cover pre- appearance and preview five ninety five or 9.2. Yeah, man. Wow. I always get confused because there's two sides to this, right? These Malibu so. sons like had a cover on the other side. They're, they're, they're oh yeah, things, yeah. They? I have the next one though. I have this one because when I find out about this one, I go, "Let me get this, man." So I, I have the, the uh, but it's not nearly worth as much because I don't think it's the first appearance of the Wildcats. But uh, you remember how wildly popular Wildcats was? It was actually an animated series called Wildcats at one point. That's how popular it was. It was kind of nuts. Um, 
Wow. Classic Neil Adams cover right here. Classic Neil Adams cover. Yeah. Batman, the demon of Gotham's mansion. Many times. Yes. I got some Neil Adams OA on my wall behind me. Yeah. You have original art. Nice. Yeah. Clea getting some love. Finally, I got two copies of this. I've been specking on this for a while now, even okay. though she doesn't appear on the cover, but she's the I, first appearance of Dormammu and Cleo. I'm oh, feeling sure. like I've seen Flash on this list now a couple of times. What do you think is going to happen with this reset? This Flash movie is still coming out, and they're going to use it to reset everything. I think it's a good... I think it's a good point. I think they need to reboot the DC universe, you know, um, new Wonder Woman, new Superman, you know, perfect storyline to do it. Right. Have, you know, yeah. have their interpretation of Flashpoint and, uh, and we're going to get a lantern. Yeah. We're getting in a uh, lantern show as well. So, you know, we're bringing on, there's a lot of flash on this list. Wow. Yeah. Oh, look at this one. I want to say this was the first appearance of somebody, but this is wild. Ooh. Weird War Tales. Weird War Tales. I started collecting this run, actually. Yeah, Weird War Tales and Army at War. Some Literally nice gorilla, gorilla soldiers. Yeah, literally. Uh, here's one that, a name that I always say. I, I always hear this different from animated films to DC mm -hmm. films. It's Raj or Rays Agul, right? Uh, Rays? I've never Ray, uh, Raj Agul. Ra uh, you'd be amazed at the different spellings of his name or pronunciations on different uh, things. Hey, it's good to see Scott Man uh, Ant Man getting some love on here. Heck yeah, I just got that book recently. Finally ponied up. That's just expensive. Of Scott Lang. <laughs> And Cassie Lang. I think the long play here is Cassie Lang and the Young Avengers, I think, is what you need to really focus on. Is it's setting yep. Marvel is setting up for for that. Yeah, this Wolverine, these Wolverines are showing up a lot here. I just noticed that. Um yeah, a lot of Wolverine. Yeah, it'll go. Oh wow. There you go. Class of Marvel Comics 1944. Smashing it, a Hitler. What Whoa. number is it? What's up with my dude there? All bent over. Does that uh oh man, poor guy. Raw Dog, $594. But, what issue uh, number was it, Tilo? This is issue number 51. 1944. The height of like war, you know, World War II. We're talking or superheroes in 1944. Yeah. Yeah. All superheroes were fighting like Nazis and, and, you know, and everything. Well, Weird Mysteries, number two from Stanley Morse. Wow. Look at this one. The, just the colors on this are amazing that uh, they were Fantastic. doing the in the 50s. This is definitely pre-code horror. Yeah, that looks um, really good. That purple. Yeah, I'm not, don't sleep. The kids aren't going to sleep tonight. That's for sure. Don't show them that <laughs> shit. I had this one too. I should add this to my list, but it's a raw dog. Let me see. I'm, I'm pretty sure I have like multiple copies. There's so. Danny. Yeah, Danny. Daniel. Daniel Catch. Okay. Yeah. So let me see. Why don't I add this? There was somewhere. Uh, collection raw i think i have two of them i mean i just got the grade you don't know you should get that one slotted too get that one in your yeah, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it's a nine six just to be fair you know what i'm saying oh, oh look at you nine six. yeah <laughs> these used to be like five ten dollar wall books for the like the longest time um but now you know they're a thing because i i for what i've been told there's going to be a whole um like world of ghost riders uh so you know it's it's kind of leaning toward that um you know where they could have multiple iterations uh, the other one is alejandra jones as well i think that's her name is, uh is uh, she was a female ghostwriter so i mean you know there's uh, a lot of i think this year's 
Comic-Con is going to be crazy. I think now DC slate, as well as Marvel's slate, they've been really hush-hush after the you know, Ant-Man and the whole, there's still some slots that need to be filled up. Do you remember that last uh, Marvel presentation where you said this is our state slate up to like phase six? And I think this year of San Diego Comic-Con at Hall H is going to be massive. Um, I might even go. I was Question. just going to say, are you going? No. I would. I have already said on the record, I will only go back to San Diego Comic Con if I can get the Hall H. Um, I can get the pass to go to San Diego Comic Con from our friends at Cover Price. They said, any show you want to go, well, good show. So I'm going to head up Wonder Con. But and, and, also, have, is, and his co-host. Is that extend? Is that extend? Yeah, man, I want to yeah, go. Yeah. I can. I also have a connection to get in a Hall H uh, <laughs> because the owner of my LCS uh, is uh, friends with the uh, man, the marketing director for Comic-Con International. Um, I've actually went to dinner with them before, but I was like, hey, man, make the introduction. He goes, well, just show up and I'll get you. And I was like, oh, come on, man. Because people sleep in, people sleep in line like a day or two days before Hall H. And it absolutely, you know, and he tells me he's been to every Hall H and he goes, it's amazing when they announce something that everybody goes on their phone and immediately starts buying the comic. That's how, but you know, now, because now, you know, you they're get the real first time. to first to first. They can get out there and just start. Yeah, now these people are real life, people are real life tweeting what's going on. Cause you know, it's not yeah. aired for the most part, but you know, that, you know, so, but it's amazing how fast the market reacts to what Holly announced, especially in the Marvel yeah. side. We'll see what that happens on the DC side. Once I met, there's always the announcement and then, you know, let it die down. You see a trailer and then it gets high again. Then you have to wait till new cycles lulls to buy it again. So. You know, that's all, you know, that's a different sh topic for another show is when to sell and when to buy, you know, but uh, we've kept you captive long enough. Congratulations once again to I Love Donuts or like I Like Donuts, hit up Bird City Comics, thinking the show was rigged. Shame on you, I say. And Laura, any <laughs> last words? Are you bringing back letters? Um, We'll see. I've seen requests. Yeah, I think Mikey was asking about it the other day. I was like, if if the if the need is there, then yeah. I mean, doing two two live shows a week is rough enough as it is. But if we have a, enough content to cover, like a long term spec list, then we'll do a, a thing. We'll leave. There's a I think on Mikey Sutton's uh, Facebook page, Gossity, there is a, a pin at the top of the page is the letters uh, section of where you can ask questions, and we have enough interesting ones. We can do a show. Uh, but nice. um, you know, I'll invite you guys on. You guys can ask questions too. But you know, he's busy doing uh, Dreamwalker. He's he's like a producer on it. So congratulations again to uh, Mikey Sutton and Dreamwalker uh, and Second Skin Comics for uh, that's huge. Tebow's first appearance that's will be cool. in issue number three, I think. I think is the origin. I've I've already appeared as a cameo, as part of Inside of a Tree. Yes, that's like <laughs> it's uh, yeah, Quite but nice. uh, yeah, but I'm an evil sorcerer named Tavo, so it's pretty. I mean, it, it's my likeness. A younger, better, more, more, uh, more, uh, younger, more evil version of myself. Uh, JB, any last words? Yeah, as always, thanks to the you know to the fantastic live crowd that we always you know draw. You guys are the best. We can't be here if you weren't here. And uh, you know, shout out to you guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure you hit the thumbs up on the way out. And make sure to comment on the show after the show with what your favorite cover was that you saw on the show to be entered into next Tuesday's drawing. Um, and that's it. As always, don't forget, we had a good time. Yeah, um, I would say it's pay attention to Strange Academy and something called Herald of the Collectives is what I was been hearing for the longest time now. But that could really mean anything. So, uh, you know. But I would say a strong buy for me right now is 
Strange Academy and Young Avengers. Anything related to those characters, buy them up. I know they're some may, may be pricey, but at one point, you know, sometimes you just got to take the dive, man, and just, you know, I hope you guys are getting them as they're coming out. So uh, congratulations once again to the winner of the Bird City Comics exclusive. Until Tuesday, for Laura and JB, this is Tebow saying keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out. Oh, that the Lord is.